Hello and welcome to episode 16 of the Addiction Free Naturally podcast. My name is Graham Hoppett and I welcome you from wherever you are in the world. Today is a question, which wolf do you feed? So it's obviously about two wolves and it's actually a a Cherokee story, a Cherokee fable, whatever you want to call it. And I'm going to read it to you and then we're going to discuss it. An old Cherokee is teaching his grandson about life. The old man says, I have a fight going on within me. It's taking place between two wolves. One is evil. He is anger, envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority and ego. The other is good. He is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion and faith. Both wolves are fighting to the death. The same fight is going on inside you and every other person too. And the grandson took a moment to reflect on this and asked, which wolf will win? And the old Cherokee man gave a simple reply, the one you feed. See, wolf one, he's the bad wolf. He's the addict within you if you're an addict. But this this fable benefits people of all denominations, colours, creeds, nationalities, good or bad. So you're going to learn something from this, whether you're an addict or a non-addict. So wolf one is the bad one. He represents the addict in us. Wolf two is the good person, the non-addict. So the question is, which wolf will you feed? And there's some profound lessons from the story of these two wolves, which we're going to develop now. You know, the story of the two wolves is short, yet its powerful lessons can really impact your life. It talks about the power of thoughts, the power of choice. The power of attention, where are you putting your attention? It's actually packed with important life lessons that we can use to shape our lives and most importantly, to shape our mindsets and enable us to overcome addiction if we really take the lessons on. For me, the overriding hidden lesson I took from this ancient story of the two wolves is that the fact that you actually have the power, we have the power in our lives through our thoughts, through our interpretations and our choices. You know, thus we have the power over our circumstances. We have the power over our addiction. You know, it doesn't matter where you are. It's going to, it's down to your focus. You know, your focus is going to determine your reality. What you focus on expands. You're where your attention is. And this story shows us where we need to put our attention. And this is true of all circumstances. And it's true whether you're an addict or a non-addict. You know, often, too often, in fact, we allow ourselves to be beaten down by life circumstances. And this is especially true when those circumstances are not as we'd hoped for or what we expected. But oftentimes when we're facing personal challenges or even business challenges, and remember, you know, business issues come from our personal interpretations too. You know, we frequently let that challenge or that setback dictate our thoughts and then our emotions. 
Yeah, but we're not our thoughts. We're the thinker of our thoughts. And if you give in to your emotions, you will, as my mentor actually said to me, you know, you're going to end up in the gutter, bowing down to your emotions, means you're allowing those feelings to control your life. But your feelings come from your thoughts. Your thoughts precede your feelings. If you think anxious thoughts, you're going to be anxious. If you think about acting out in your addiction, you know, that's where your attention is and you're moving towards acting out, whether that's with a substance or a behaviour. So you're moving towards wherever your attention is. And what the grandfather, the Cherokee grandfather in this story, adequately explains to his grandson is that in reality, it isn't the events themselves that have the power over you. It's how you interpret those events, the meaning that as humans that we're putting onto those events. You know, we know that as humans, we are meaning and making machines. So we're putting lots of meaning onto it. So the way you choose to react to any circumstance, to any event is what really matters. And you have choice. So if any event is triggering you, well, it isn't actually the event. It's your thoughts. It's your interpretations around those events that are putting you in the position to react in a certain way. So your thoughts lead to your emotions and how you feel. You know, in any given moment, you know, you can choose to be happy or sad, calm or angry. You and you alone get to choose to surrender to your envy, sorrow or regret. Or you can choose to feed your inner peace instead, the joy, the hope. You can't be happy and sad at the, top, the same time. That's a fact. The more you focus your attention on nourishing you know, positive, empowering emotions inside you, the less room there will be for any negative, disempowering feelings and thoughts. You know, the simple truth, which was perfectly embodied in this story of the Cherokee, is you have the choice. We always need to keep an open mind, you know, so we're always improving our lives. And the question you have to keep reminding is, which wolf should I feed? Because whichever wolf you feed will determine, ultimately, the quality of your life and the manner in which you live every single day of your life. is determined by that decision that you made. Which wolf should I feed in this moment? You know, in previous podcasts, I've talked a lot about our thoughts. Our thoughts are vital because our thoughts generate everything. You know, our reality is created by our thoughts. Our thoughts create our beliefs. Our beliefs determine the actions we take, and our actions will create certain results. It's a feedback loop. And if you've been listening to my podcast for any length of time now, you know the profoundly powerful effect that your thoughts have over your life. Our thoughts are literally creating our reality. And in the words of my mentor, or one of my mentors, Marissa Peer, the words that we say to ourselves and the pictures that we create in our head create our reality. There's profound lessons in this story, which I want to uh, you know, dig into deeper now. The first is that the fight is eternal. It's actually never ending. You know what I mean by that? You're always likely to have some voice in your head. 
It's a constant choice, therefore, we have to make as to which wolf we feed in any moment. There's a good and bad within all of us. Now, there's varying degrees of good and bad within all of us. It's only that contrast, however, by which we know good or bad. If there wasn't that duality, we wouldn't know the difference. You know, we're all growing, so therefore there's two sides to everything. You know, whether it's our thoughts, our emotions, our behaviours, our habits, and the duality, the good and the bad, and the contrast is showing us what is good and bad. If few of us are living you know, a life of pure bliss, then what we can do, however, is, in, is act in spite of any negative thoughts that come up or any negative circumstances that come up. You know, we can take those fears that we might have, those worries, those doubts, and move forward anyway. You can choose, and you can certainly learn to move through your fear. Another lesson is you, your reality is based on your perception. You face a constant internal battle between these thoughts and emotions. Your good thoughts are at war all the time, constantly, with those bad ones. So you face a constant dilemma in choosing one against the other. What, what happens, though, is if you literally drew a circle around your feet, because it's what happens isn't within your control. Most things aren't in your control. But if you drew a circle around your feet and you stood in that circle or you imagine you're in this circle, well, the only thing in that circle is what you have control over. Yeah, you have no control over what's outside the circle. However, how you react to any given situation is in your control. So why your circumstances will no doubt influence your emotions, your reaction, you have a choice in your reaction. You do control that. You have domain over your thoughts and therefore you have domain over the choices that you make. And that will help you immensely in your life. So you have freedom to choose. In every moment, you have the freedom to choose to believe in maybe that it's impossible to overcome addiction. And obviously that would be a disempowering belief. Or you have the choice to believe that it's possible to eradicate addiction from your life. So believing you're capable of overcoming addiction is obviously going to help you. Also, believing you're capable of achieving great things in your life. Or contrastly, that you're stuck where you are and you're never going to be able to move. So you have the choice at any given moment. And all of this comes from deciding which wolf to choose. Are you going to feed the good wolf, the empowering wolf, or the disempowering wolf? So the thoughts in your head affect the decisions that you make, you know, day in, day out, whether that's giving into short term gratification, you know, i.e. acting out with your drug of choice, whether that's a substance or behavior. Or looking for long term gratification and building the life that you truly want. You have the choice to control your thoughts and decide the actions that you take in any given moment. So are you going to choose wolf one or wolf two? That's your choice. The next thing you can do is 
you can build small momentum. You can start telling yourself, for instance, that you are enough, that you matter, that you are worthy, that you're a good person. Begin to believe in your own ability and therefore act in spite of doubts and fears. So instead of doubting yourself and doing talking negative self-talk, start to implant those positive thoughts and feelings into your mind. Knowing that you're enough, knowing that you matter, knowing you're worthy, knowing you're a good person, that all can help you. So feed the good wolf. Feed your mind with positivity. Remember that the quote I gave earlier from Marissa Pierna, the words that you say to yourself and the pictures you paint in your mind are going to create your reality. So know that you are enough. Know that you matter. You already know that you're not your thoughts. You are actually the thinker of your thoughts. And although this story is short, the story of the two wolves is so short, the powerful lessons of the power of your thoughts, the power of choice, the power of where you place your attention is literally life changing. And if you use this short parable, you can use it to enable you to question all your actions regarding your addiction. So whether you're addicted to drugs or alcohol or a behavior such as sex, gambling, gaming, shopping, whatever it might be, you can use that parable and the lessons from it to question your every action. So you're feeding the right wolf. And look, we know which wolf we need to feed, don't we? And you can implement these lessons straight away. And we know also it's always easier to feed the bad wolf, to feed wolf one. You know, that's a human effect, short-term gratification, the easy route, the route of least resistance. You know, humans like the least amount of effort to get somewhere. So it's easier to give in, to bitch and complain. It's easy to give up pursuing something of great value. It's easy to dismiss things. It's easier to procrastinate and complain. You know, instant gratification requires virtually no effort, does it? That's why most people take that route. That's why people don't fight their addiction. They're taking the route of least resistance. The instant gratification that that drug of choice, behavior or substance is giving you. There's almost no effort required to do those things, is it? It just gives you the short term fix. It's easier to eat donuts, isn't it? than eat healthily or easier to binge watch on um, Netflix and go to the gym. You get a reward and it's instant. It's instant gratification without taking any action or much action at all. Whereas Wolf 2, the good wolf, is more demanding as he represents a worthy goal. Worthy goals require effort, consistent self-discipline. Yeah, the same as addiction does. It requires Consistent self-discipline, consistent determination. Wolf too, the good wolf is picky. He's harder to please, isn't he? It's more challenging and time-consuming to do things such as learning and implementing a new behavior or a new habit. It takes more effort. It requires more energy and focus and dedication. You rarely see results quickly. So wolf too is about longer-term gratification. But what Wolf 2 gives you is long-term happiness, long-term satisfaction. 
a brighter, happier life without the pain that Wolf One gives you. So which wolf you choose is literally going to define who you are becoming. And we know which wolf we should choose. So wolf one is a short term gratification, whereas wolf two is a long term gratification. Which wolf will you feed? You know, we know we need to feed wolf two. We know we need to feed wolf two because he's the good wolf. He's the non addict, the non drinker, the non drug taker the ex-addict. So which wolf are you going to feed? Because which wolf you feed determines the quality of your life in every single moment. Yeah? When you choose to focus on the negative thoughts, you're going to perceive the world around you as equally negative place. You're going to become where your dominant thoughts are. And if your dominant thoughts are around addiction, that's where you move towards. If you think anxious thoughts, you create anxious feelings and you can become anxious, cynical, negative, even depressed in your day-to-day -day life. But by contrast, if you're intentionally setting about your day to have positive thoughts, positive feelings, positive emotions, you'll have a completely different experience in life. So which wolf are you feeding? Because you are determining your life by which wolf you're feeding. Whoever you're feeding is going to shape your life, not just for today, but tomorrow and the next week. So you're going to maintain a growth mindset because when you have domain over your thoughts, you have influence over your life. So mastering our thoughts is what gives us immense power and freedom in our lives. Feeding that second wolf, wolf two, is how we become fulfilled, how we truly live an enlightened life. When we don't give in to the temptation, don't give in to the short-term gratification that wolf one offers us, you know, when we conquer that temptation, when we learn the skills to move our attention, we opt for the more challenging but more stimulating life that wolf two offers us so which wolf will you feed which wolf will you feed think about that and imagine for a moment though what your life would be if you fed wolf two if you fed the positive positivity that wolf two offers us the good the ex-addict when you really follow your plan when you set a plan to overcome your addiction and you feed that plan with the right thoughts, the right plan, the right systems, and you fill up your life with all the good things, then your life will change. You master your attention and your life will change. And when you master your attention and feed the wolf too, you will have an absolutely amazing life. So, I hope you enjoyed the story from today. And I'm going to leave you with that question. Which wolf will you feed? I want you to think about that because literally, if you think of this story every day, think of the two fools in wolves every time you need to make a decision. Every time you're thinking of acting out, just think of this parable because you will be reminding of the power of short term gratification over long term gratification. And you want to resist 
the temptation of the short-term gratification because that's just an illusion. It's just a short-term fix. But if you feed the right wolf, you're going to get long-term gratification, long-term success, long-term happiness. You can be whoever you want to be. Be it in your mind first. If I can help you in any way beyond these podcasts, please reach out either in Facebook, LinkedIn, or even email graham at grahamhoffit.com. I'm here to help you. I offer one-to-one coaching. And absolutely, you can overcome whatever addiction you have within 90 days, and you can do it naturally using the power of your mind. I'm going to wish you a wonderful day wherever you are in the world. And just keep asking yourself that question, which wolf am I going to feed today? Have a great day. Graham Hoffett from Addiction Free Naturally.